in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to one of our recap and reviews on the Top Ten Show. Uh, I'm John Roca. I am Matt Nost. We are your hosts for... That, that was the most professional opening we have ever had. Yeah, I've been working on it for the last six months. Have you? Just trying to get it right. <laughs> I'm just saying you win. Bing, recap and review it is. Bring it up first. We are the top ten. My name is this. Here is my co-host. And yeah. let's start. Let's be on point. Uh... <laughs> yeah, for once. And to put it out there, this is about Spectre. There will be spoilers aplenty yes. once we get into this. Yes. So if you haven't seen it or you don't mind it getting spoiled, then listen ahead. Otherwise, thank you for the download right and please comment on <laughs> itunes <laughs> yeah i'd come back to it if you yeah exactly um right so the james bond film specter the day it's the fourth one fourth day fourth craig, craig yeah right and uh maybe his last i i think he'll come back for one more yeah i think probably but yeah to close out the blowfeld he's been doing a lot of uh interviews where he's kind of grousing about how difficult this one was to make and so, oh, really? Yeah. So, see, because I saying, shut off once I'm like, all right, I want to see that. Yeah. I only heard uh, two reviews. Yeah. Somebody else said them to him. And he's like, dah, 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 dah. I don't want to know. Yeah. I didn't know what it was on Rotten Tomatoes. I knew nothing. Oh, good. Yeah. That's smart. Because I, I had a couple of, one of my friends who's now a, a movie reviewer over at Forbes, Scott Mendelson, he killed it. And he said, it's, you know, it's, the worst bond in 30 years and i no way so i read those no two fucking things. way yeah i read those two things like and there was somebody else at i think vox or someplace else that said the same thing and i'm like here's hunting for clicks fuck off like i was just like that's a ridiculous statement to say because quantum of solace is so bad and it's, it's quantum not, of solace is just boring that's what i'm saying and that so it's like that's if you're gonna say worst a bond movie that's boring yeah is worst in the daniel craig era yeah this is you know Quantum is number four. Yes, okay. I think for me now, Spectre's three. Yeah. I, okay, so let's just talk about it. Yeah. What did you What did you think? Hey, it was all right. Oh, okay. Um, I liked some of it. I didn't like others. Like um, the the action sequence up top where he shoots the bomb and mm -hmm. it goes off and the building collapses. Great set piece. I don't remember Bond ever being this destructive, but that was an accident. Yeah. I, he didn't know. The yeah, bomb was bomb. right there. Yeah. He had no idea. Exactly. So it was just an accident, and that shit happens. But then they have the fight in the helicopter, and as he, which was great. Yeah. was a great action sequence. So amazing. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal job on their part. Yeah. Although, you know, <laughs> how, this, how the people just stay in the square as this helicopter is perilously flying over them for two minutes? Two and a half, how does yeah. everybody not run? Well... Like, it's a big, tight square. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Fuck off. <laughs> I am running. I don't give a fuck. Fine. I am getting my ass out of there without panicking the crowd. Yeah. But this isn't part of the show. Right. That's not dressed That's, up as a skull, or a skull right now yeah, flying around. Like a Dia de Muertos or whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. 
But after he pulls the nose up and he wins the fight and whatever, and he's yeah. flying off, the smug little look on his face bothered the living shit really? out of me. It yeah. Because I was expecting oh, more of man. like a, I fucking can't believe I got away with that. Yeah. More of that look as opposed to, I'm a cheeky little bastard. Well, and here, this is a good place for me to interject then. Because to me, I loved the movie. I really did. I enjoyed did you? the piss out of it. I'm going to go back and see it a couple more times. I enjoyed it. Uh, and I didn't expect to enjoy it. And I went with two friends who had no expectations of the film. Like, they're not big Bond people, but they know it. They've seen some films, and they've seen his films. Um, but I, that smug moment is the film. The whole film, to me, is a wink and a nod and a cheeky fucking grin to fans of the series. Okay. That's what I felt through the whole film. And so when he did that face, I was like, okay, we're in for this one of these, which is the kind of the old school 70s he, Bonds, the old school 80s they Bonds. They tried to get more jokes in in this yes, one than they've yes. done in any other Daniel Craig's. Right. I mean, there weren't a lot, but I remember I can't remember which, which sequence it was, and there was like three straight punches yeah. Through contextual changes in the scene, yeah. and then the third one finally hit, but the first two fell flat in my theater. People just stared at, it and I was like, "They're supposed to be laughing here. They're supposed to be <laughs> laughing here." And then the third one got, I'd say, about seventy percent of the room. Yeah, still, it didn't get me or my wife. Right, but the, you know, the rest of the room for the most part. But there was a bunch of that. Where it was like, okay, all right, yeah. You know, this is what we're going for. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Yeah, I had those uh, moments. I enjoyed those moments. I thought uh, the um, eeriness of Christoph Waltz. As he was that great character. He was as great. Blofeld eventually as Blofeld. Yeah, is great. Uh, the fact that he's related in some way. Yeah, what is that Bond, bullshit? Out of so nowhere. Insane. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Hold on, Bond. You don't know much about your life, but you just happened to fucking live for two years or two winters. Yeah. With this man and his son. Right. Although I did love upon the revealing of. Uh, was it the cuckoo bird? Yes. The first time he interacts with Bond and Bond says something cheeky to him, yeah. he turns around and just goes, cuckoo. Yeah. And they explain that later on, and it made me love the living shit out of that because in his head he's built this up. Bond doesn't know right. that he's been alive this whole time, whereas yeah. Blofeld the whole time is like, I'm, you know, oh, shit, Bond's a spy. Guess what? I'm the baddest motherfucker there is. Right. I killed right. my dad. I will kill you. Yeah. Like, I will rule the world. It's his, you know, yeah. Waltz was great. Yeah, uh, and he's so, um, and he wasn't in it a lot, which no. is what a lot of people have complained about, is that it, he wasn't. That's in That's the next movie. Yeah, well, and yeah, I think when that's, he breaks out of prison, exactly, and, and then think, it's the full on, yeah, right, and then they tie it up. Yeah, but I thought the the whole thing with the cat, like the cat, they never explain the cat, but if you're a fan of the Bond films, you love as soon as you see that white cat. Oh well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying to you. Those those little things they throw in that I thought were like for the huge hardcore the scar fans. was great. The scar. Oh, so the scar was great and his so dead eye now <laughs> so great just saw that oh yeah. man yeah and the jacket he was wearing which is an old school mm -hmm. like 70s design from the bloke the, he the collar is a flat collar it's not a, like a yeah there's collar. no lapel there's no lapel right it's just yeah, straight as soon as i saw him wearing the jacket i was like damn that's brilliant and so it was just those little things that i really enjoyed yes a majority of the action sequence completely unbelievable, but it, I think once you understood it was an old school Bond, I mean, the, I accepted them. Yeah, you you kind of have to because Bond is always feeling like it has to top itself. Yes, and at this point, it knows it has to top itself without going cartoonish topping itself because then now nobody takes you seriously, right? And you want to make boohoo box office with this, so yeah. 
unless you're going to go full on cartoonish, then you have to go the other way because there <laughs> is you can't marry those two worlds. It just doesn't happen. Um, yeah, so I don't. It's it just like like the plane sequence I thought was fun. Where he ends up on the snowy slope oh, against yeah. Batista. That was so. That was fun. fun. Yeah. Um, although, what about Batista? I thought Batista was great. Really, I didn't I kinda, say a word. That's I know, but I felt him inert almost in most really? scenes. Just oh. I couldn't connect with him because they they also put him in a hat every once and again. It's just like mm. he already has pierced eyes, and yeah. now I can't tell what the fuck is going on there. But I, the one thing I did love about him is the fight with the Bond. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, man. The gangster-like but sophisticated just vest yeah. with pants Ugh. and the shiny back for whatever reason. I was like, now that's what he should have been in the whole fucking time because that right. just pops. Like, now I love this character because he is understated, but he's still flashy because these guys moved up in the ranks of Spectre. Yeah. So he's going to have something where it's his little hook. Yeah. It makes him interesting. Um, yeah, that, but that fight sequence was fantastic. Fantastic. Man. Holy crap, dude. You really felt the... Uh, I don't know, the force of what was happening because of how they were breaking through these panels, these walls in the train. Yeah. And then the way he got rid of him, almost like he's an animal, like he's a shark. It was very reminiscent of Jaws with the barrels. Maybe you know? that's what it's an homage to, oh, since Jaws, they didn't bring right. back Jaws. Oh, fuck. There I didn't is. think of that until you said it was like, Damn. boom, there's your Jaws, because everybody wanted him to be Jaws. Boy, I like that. I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that either. That's a great point, Matt. Shit. Um, yeah, well, that's a co-point. You, you set sure, it up, sure. I fucking hit it. That's what we're doing. We're here to help each other. I, th- <laughs> I love that. I thought when he went through the um, truck window, I thought he'd come out up and his teeth would be missing. And okay. that we get the silver teeth that Jaws has, and I thought that would be the reference. But no, the barrels, all right, I accept it. Well, see, what took me out of that yeah. that scene entirely was, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they just fucking took him out. They just took Batista out. Yeah. Hinks, I think his name is. Yeah. And then Bond turns to her and is like, so what do you want to do now? Straight cut scene two. Let's get it. I mean, full on. Like, let's fucking do this. I clapped so loud at that sequence. Really? Okay, yeah, because to me, that's old school. That bugs. is okay. Yeah, that is one hundred percent. That's but what I loved about it. It's yep. Daniel Craig hasn't gotten gotten to that level because he's been rather monogamous on yes. some level. Yeah. And now this is just fuck fest. <laughs> that's what Spectre is all oh, about. Two thousand fifteen. <laughs> well, my wife brought up after leaving. She's yeah. like. Was that so? That uh, is that the oldest woman that Bond has ever slept with? And I was like, Oh, Monica Bellucci. Yeah, I was like, yes. pretty sure. Yeah. If not, she's in the mix for top two. And and then I turned and was like, and then they quickly got her out and then brought in twenty two year old. Like she was in the story so quickly. That's part of the only like build up that I heard was all yeah. oh, Bellucci is you yeah. know this old and Daniel Craig is this old. Yeah. You're like, oh wow, okay. But yeah, man, in and out, in and out. She was, she was, and normally Bellucci would be, I, 10 years ago, Bellucci. Is, oh yeah. She has that part. She's the part the, that Leah Sado yeah. has. And they would have adjusted the role to being absolutely. a little bit older. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, cause she was so, she was so hot. She still that is. Thing. And she still, no, she still absolutely. is. Absolutely. Not going to say that she's not. Absolutely. But I think within the Bond universe, she is exactly where she supposed to be for what they usually do in these films. Yeah. You know, and, uh, the same thing with the, with, uh, uh, Skyfall, that first girl that he, the prostitute that he has sex with. At the casino or mm-hmm. whatever, she's effing beautiful. But you know, she's not the one that he's going to be settling with or going after or having a thing for. You know, it's just the way they've set that up. But it was—I mean, I think that's what I. To me, 
was an enjoyment of the film is I didn't anticipate an old school Bond, a seventies Bond popping up, or even even an eighties Roger Moore type Bond popping up in a Daniel Craig film. I just didn't anticipate it, and the and I was overjoyed when it happened. And uh, I know I've read from other people, I've heard from other people that they hated it, that they didn't like it, they thought it was stupid. The fact that he could shoot the helicopter down from his gun on the boat. Oh, that killed me. <laughs> that fucking killed me. Watching the theater, I was like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Because there's so many factors working against you. Right. You have your velocity compared to that of the helicopters on top of you're on choppy waters. Yes. So this isn't level at all. So right. your fucking firing position is changing at all times. And then yes. you have to couple that with... The helicopter's not in a static position in the air, so it's going up and down. And as the bullet would near it, the wind from the fucking blades would press it down. Oh, good call. Infinitesimally, but still enough to alter bullets. Good call. And that's assuming it gets past the rotor wash of the rotor directing, you know what I mean, right. controlling its, I guess that's pitch backwards, yeah. it's lateral. Just like uh, you, uh, all I could think in my head is like, this is a near impossible shot from the bank. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that he just does this no problem. Empties like half a clip, drops the gun. Fuck that. I'm going to pull out my Walter 22 <laughs> and fucking take this thing out. That killed me. It just. Yeah, I heard from a number of people that they hated it. That's where it's just like I'm all in on certain parts of it. Yeah. And then I'm just detached at others. Understood. Yeah. So, so that's why it was all right for you. Because yeah. there were some other. It's still there fun. Were good sequences, but not 100% fully through the whole film. Were you enjoying what was happening? No, I loved okay. the um, the car chase scene where they both yeah. had the high-end sports cars. So great. That was great. Uh, and I especially loved the flames out the back to ejector seat. Oh, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to give you that one. And then he just lands on the street, drops his chute, just cool as ice. That's that is old stuff. Well, because Damn. to me, I allow Bond to do that shit yeah. because there were, were no real stakes because nobody died. Right. True. It's Very when true. he does that shit in the middle of utter chaos and you're like, nobody's that good. Yeah. Whereas I'll give it to him on this one. He had the ejector seat. He's got a little help from the car, but he still makes it look smooth as fuck. Yeah. That's what I want out of Bond. Well, it was an interesting mix because of, of the vibe of the first three Bond, of first three Daniel Craig Bonds. You still had that kind of danger and tension and high stakes that were going on, uh, especially when he goes to visit, uh, who's the guy, the Mr. White or whatever his name is, the guy yeah. that's uh, her dad. That whole scene was great. And uh, the shots that they had in the film of building that kind of tension that he is alone, you know, the wide shots from above of him just alone on the on the road in Austria and then on the boat by himself going over to that house. Yeah. All that stuff really built that up. Did you like the security camera in his house? I I was not surprised that there was one. No, but it was cartoonishly old with a massive red light. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's like 35 years old. I hear you. So Mr. White knows that he's being videotaped, so why not just be like, yeah, yeah, I know it's there, but it's concealed. Right. And you could still get the emotional moment with Bond yeah. later on when he realizes the tape is being played. He didn't know he was being videotaped when he's with oh, the woman and go, yeah. do not watch this. Right. You still get those stakes without him when he first walked in and he does that crane neck going, yeah. what is this? <laughs> Audience, pay attention. 
That could be something later on. I don't. I guess it didn't bother me that much because he's an old guy, so I thought he would use old technology just for me. See, but, I didn't buy it as part of his surveillance. Underneath, and he's safe underneath. Yeah. But no, I hear you. Yeah, you're probably right. He should have had something smaller, but I guess for the audience, they wanted to see. But then again, they could have done a close-up and seen a blinking red light. And yeah. you'd have gotten the idea that it was a cam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. Bond wouldn't have that's known. Fair. It was just one of those of, okay, yeah. all right, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because especially doesn't make sense to me in that the guy is trying to hide himself by having that false door. Yeah. So there shouldn't be any light. But yet right above Bond's head then, if the room is set up in my head the correct way. Yeah. Like above his head and over two feet, there is a red light yeah. just in the dark. True. So you would know this isn't an abandoned place. Yeah. There's obviously something with power right there. So I don't know what that is because it's dark in here, but I get my flashlight out and figure yeah. this out pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Uh, did you like the ring sequence that when he had. Did you like. Yeah, here's the good question for you, Matt. Did you enjoy the more active participation of Q, Money Penny, and M in this? Whole thing, Ray Fiennes and Ben Wishaw and uh, um, Naomi Harris, I think her name is. Yeah, uh, the yeah, I think it is. The M stuff was just to service the C stuff for right. the most part. They'd bring him in with Q and Money Penny yeah. when needed. Um, yeah, I didn't mind it. Bond needs help sometimes. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Like, I can't do all this on my own. I'm still going to do the lion chair, yeah, and all the heavy lifting. But I need help along the way. Okay. I mean, it it did service a kind of like an easy plot line of he never really ran into any walls. No. Right. Even the literal one that he ran into, he figured that out in six hours. That's true. It's like there were no, he didn't have to go over many hurdles. Every yeah. turn, he got the exact same, pe- like perfect information yeah. to get him to the next. He didn't have to figure out much. Yeah. It was all kind of spelled out. My only problem with, I, I love them all being part of it, and especially because anything with Ray Fines, I fucking love Ray Fines, man, to death. And his back and forth with C. When he's, oh, you're a cocky little shit, aren't you? And that whole back and forth was great. Uh, And uh, my only issue with it is they kind of undercut Q a little bit. Because in Skyfall, Q is this very, he is very just, you know, chill guy, laid back, doing the things that he's doing, smarter than everyone else in the room. He never betrays emotion. And in this film... Yeah, he's worried about his mortgage. Yeah, it was a little more emotional. And I thought that kind of betrayed the the character he'd built in the Skyfall, which bothered me. Because I I like Ben Whishaw. I like that he... It's a good counter to Bond to have someone who is smarter than him uh, and not overwhelmed by him in his personality. You know? Like, they're back and forth in Skyfall in the art museum... Fantastic, and 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 especially, and so I thought that would carry over. But he's like, "What are you doing? What are you? Why is going all that stuff?" Because they were going for more comedy. Yeah, yeah. So it's an easy character to get that out of. Yeah, true. Q's always been that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but I mean, they went for comedy, like when Bond fell down through like four layers of the oh yeah the building, and then lands in the sofa in the opening sequence. He goes to like four floors and then lands in it and he's like this dumbfounded look and then just gets up <laughs> and you're fucking like, okay, guys, that's, I yeah. Love, I fucking love that. I'm sorry I did. Um, wh- did you think it was C in the bed with her, uh, with uh, uh, Money Penny when he's like, who's that on the phone? Oh. Because um, you never find out who that is. Yeah, I never ventured a guess because it moved beyond and I didn't, okay. I didn't think about it, I don't think, until you brought it up right now. Because they had a surveillance... And they had the recording, yeah, of her having that interaction with Bond while at the same on the same scene. Like it's that scene that they that he C plays later for M. 
And so I thought well, that might have been him in bed with her. And if it was, they didn't have a like a what do you say like a, a ending a wrap up of that storyline to have her like slap him or say you know something where she you know accuses him of you know betraying her trust or anything. So unless unless she was trying to use him to get information as oh, well. Good point. Oh, very good point. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, there are they do work for spy agencies. Yeah. It's, it was it was weird to have a guy. Man, in there. How quickly did you figure out that C was uh, you know no good? With it's listen, he's Moriarty and Sherlock. So within yeah ten seconds. But as soon as he walked in and he was like, yeah, you know, this is my job. You're like, yeah. you're clearly on the villain side. <laughs> I mean, all of two seconds, he got like one line into yeah. exposition of who I am, why am I here? Yeah, and I was just like, this is this is a bad idea. Yeah, especially this Security Council where. Nine countries just Random. give all their information for what? I didn't see who all was on it. The UK, South yeah. Africa, yeah. China. That's yeah. what threw me. I was like, what? There's no way China is sharing with the UK or anybody else unless they're running it. No, you're right. That's true. Yeah. Why would, would China? Like, okay. World information. Sure, yeah, sure. It doesn't. The US would never enter into that. Germany wouldn't. Nobody in the EU. Just like once again, this is this is. Something you would see in an old Bond film, where they'd be all sitting together. Yeah, you know, that's which is, which is what Austin Powers parodied when they were all sitting there in the first film. Well, right? that's what I was hoping for when they went to the compound and they meet Blofeld for yeah. the first time. I was hoping that was some sort of layer of mass destruction. I was like, you know what, guys, oh, if we're gonna go this route, let's fucking go this route. Right. And it's the middle of nowhere, and it's supposed to be desert. But actually, if you blow up, and I was like, oh, this this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Because we haven't had Bond go to. I'm going to blow up the world guy Yeah, in the Daniel Craig universe. It's always some shadow clandestine organization right. that he's trying to take down or an arms dealer. Or, yeah. Yeah. Low-level shit compared to somebody that's trying to blow up the world. That's what I was hoping for. I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. Well, it seemed like that they were they were going there, and then they quickly got out of it with him yeah. shooting one thing and then setting the whole thing ablaze. Um, I thought it was fascinating that Blofeld, that there that the the technique that they used was so dark. This whole drilling into the fucking brain stuff. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And it was so out of the rhythm of the film that I was like, are we going in a whole dark other direction now all of a sudden? Like, because everything had been, like you were saying, some jokes, some back and forth, some yeah. stuff like that. You didn't really feel, you felt the danger more from Batista than anybody else. And then all of a sudden, when he gets him in there, and he's just the drilling, I'm, we're like, where the fuck? Are, I'm like, where the fuck are we going with this? You know, because why are they keeping him alive? They keep keeping him alive. Yeah, well, that's what I was just like. All right, this is part of. But then it was just going to be, I'm basically drilling a few holes, and then I'm, you know, yeah, going to fuck you up after you're that. Going to erase his memory, and God knows, do can God knows do what else to him? You know, turn him into his own assassin. But did you? And yeah, that's true. And did you? That's a good point. He probably could have. Yeah. And did, were you okay with the fact that the whole reason was because? Blofeld's dad loved him more. Or <laughs> did you? Were you okay no, with that? that's where I was like, oh, the fucking picture that he pulled out from the fire, and Blofeld is the one that's in the third part that's uh, been burned I knew off. That was him. As soon as oh. he didn't have his head, it's, yeah. Knew. As soon as you saw that, and you're like, mm, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's going to come up at any time. Yeah. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. yeah, there was that whole thing. Yeah. Eye roll, just a mental eye roll of mm -hmm. ugh. But I did enjoy her. I thought they had really nice chemistry. Yeah. And I thought she held her own. She's beautiful. Good God. And not in the conventional way. Like, she is a, Europe, <laughs> she's a European beauty. You know what I'm saying? She's a European beauty. Because the teeth are not the best. But she, she has this beauty 
about her and a demeanor about her that I was like, man, this is a fucking beautiful woman. I was, I was surprised at how attractive I found her, and more attractive as the film went on because she became yeah, more part of it. Movies have quite a bit to do. Look, well, of course. After seeing the secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, you know who's hot? Is that Maggie Gyllenhaal? <laughs> and I have never fucking said that sentence before in my life. Or ever again. <laughs> I can still visualize her from that movie and be like, yeah. mm, she's still got something. Right. She's still got something. <laughs> uh, Some people do actually find her pretty attractive. It's an Because un- she, she's an unusual looking girl. Like, Jake is, I would say, c- conventionally a better looking guy. Whereas a typical better looking guy where she's more unconventional in her look but men do find it attractive yeah well yeah i'm not one of them but i understand beauty's in the uh, eye of the beholder my friend that's true old greek proverb there's a reason it's been around for a long time the heart wants what it wants so sometimes she's just like yeah this is what i'm attracted to (laughs) i didn't know that either until it happened it is always interesting when like you look back and you're like yeah that's my taste yeah but there were times you had to figure out like yeah i dated her i don't know because and it's just ultimately like uh that's see that's your type buddy you didn't know it at the time that's your type it's always weird right like the girls i found attractive 10 years ago or women i don't find them attractive and like you change you progress like but then there are some that stay true but then there are others that you were like why would i ever that in my ass? yeah it's all it's a moment in time that right? neither yeah. of us looks back with you know fond memories yeah I'm sure there are numerous girls that look back disappointedly at me. It's impossible not I'm to. Sure have. That's the yeah, yeah, exactly. Just they you know, view things through the oof. their from their perspective, so yeah. their perspective is this, and it's just like, of course, I'm a fucking shitty person. If <laughs> you only like, if you don't look at it through my eyes as well and yeah. try to assess, like, I understand why you're mad. Yeah, yeah. I don't run into those too often anymore, though. That's wonder, the beauty of it. I wonder how many of those come back on me. Like, God, man, whoa, my self esteem must have been really low. But I agree with that guy. <laughs> well, you factor that in coupled with alcohol, and yeah, yeah I've got mistakes go. aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, there's some that I don't remember. Yeah. It's just like, a, oh, oh, did we? Okay. Well, that was fun, I guess. Yeah. So we're, what we're trying to say is that we're virile men on this podcast, and we've had our experiences is what we're trying to tell people. <laughs> Not like Bond, though. Not like Bond. No, well, I never killed a man and then just nailed a lady <laughs> within a fucking nanosecond. Hard cut and let's do this. As soon as he said that, I was like, Whip, here comes the sex. Yeah. It was such a perfect The setup. way he said it and you're yeah. like, yeah, okay. Such a great setup. Knew where it was going. Um, what did you think about the whole thing at the end of with Blofeld? Were you okay with them letting him live? Were you okay with him? like? Well, as soon as they let him live, you're like, all right, so there's the final da- uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah. And plus, I will like the movie more. Because my guess is they go even darker in that one and yeah. close out. Yeah. So they wanted a little bit of lighthearted before they got to, because you know I'm sure they approached Craig a long time ago and was like, listen, this is what we want to close with. It's yeah. going to be two pictures, yeah. and then you're out because you seem like you want out now. But this is a cash cow, so we will raise your yeah. <laughs> salary a little bit, maybe give you a back end point or two or something. I have yeah. no idea, but we will appease you, and we'll fucking make you know a billion dollars. He's an interesting character, man. To me, he's like the British Jeremy Renner. They're both kind of similar in their approach to acting and in their talking about acting. And they also do other things on the side. You know, like Renner flips houses on the side. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. He's been doing that for a year. Before he was ever famous, he was flipping houses. He would, like, sleep in these dilapidated houses that they bought and then, like, renovate the whole house and then flip it. He has a partner that he does it with. And he's been doing this for years. Same thing with What's-His-Face from Mad Men. That guy does the same thing. 
Which what's his face? Because the there's the kid, the Pete Campbell, the guy. Who plays oh, okay. Pete Campbell, yeah, he does that. He's been a child actor, obviously, but he for a while he wasn't booking a lot of stuff. It's what he did. He flipped houses. It's interesting. Daniel Craig does the same. I saw something similar in Britain, but I can't remember what it is offhand. Um, and so it's fascinating to hear him talk about it because, like, he talked, he bitched about the experience, bitched about making it, all this kind of stuff because they made it ro- almost right after Skyfall. They started right in almost right after Skyfall, so he's burnt out. Yeah. Um, but, Don't blame him. Yeah, and neither would I. But he he's kind of, I think he's starting to kind of lay back a little bit about it because he was on uh, Stephen Colbert, the late night with Stephen Colbert, that show. Mm-hmm. And they had a great little sketch because he showed up in his three-piece suit playing Bond. and whole I saw that, Did you see that the next Wait. day with the rental car. Yeah, the rental car. <laughs> that was great. That's a good, mm-hmm. It seems like it's a good way for him to like kind of, you know, like a, kind of play with it, you know. and, and Yeah, like, have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like there's just one more, and I can't blame him because he's been doing it for 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. And that's a long time really to commit is, to right. just it's doing lot, one thing. And it's a lot of physical stress on your body. Too. Yeah. He's got to stay in tip-top shape. Dude. And at his age, that's not easy. No, it's not easy. And that diet's got to fucking suck. It's all vegetables and chicken, probably. Yeah. Just lean protein and it, yeah. no carbs. Yeah. No carbs. They yeah. just suck the fun out of life right can't there. Look at a cheesecake. <laughs> oh, hell no. There's a lot of things you can't even look at. Uh, those A&Ws you got right yeah, there. That is right. a huge no-no. That's just pure empty sugar that calories. Two for $2. Right They're there. delicious. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on it. Um, I do want to tell you one story. Go and, ahead. Shoot. And let the, and the fans who are listening. So at the movie theater, uh, I went with my two friends, Eric and Shannon, and they... Uh, were occasionally making comments to the movie, right? And we were sitting behind this couple. Or, yeah, we were sitting behind this couple, this guy and this uh, woman. And uh, I noticed that they made a... We first walked in, we were like a minute late. The, the film was just starting. Uh, and people were in our seats. So I made a big... I made a loud deal about that. And then we just kind of sat down where we were. Because I get upset about... You know, yeah. I've spoken well, on the podcast I much. bought the fucking seat. Yeah. That's my fucking seat. In the middle of the row. Because I like to sit in the middle of the theater. And uh, they, these four fucking punk kids were in those seats. And I, and I yelled it really... I like said it loudly. So that they understood. They all looked over. And I just kind of gave them a fucking mad dog look. And then just sat down in the seats on the far end of the aisle. Well, occasionally through the film, my friends made some comments that I could hear... But I didn't think we're a big deal. Um, at the end of the movie, this guy who was sitting in front of us with his wife turns around, kind of six foot tall guy, bald, and he throws his arms in the air. And I thought he was saying like, oh, this is a good movie. I don't know yeah. what people were bitching. He was not. He was saying, you guys done talking through the whole movie? You guys done? You want to talk through the credits too? And I was literally shocked at what he was saying. My two friends had gotten up to leave, and the guy was, and he they, and then they started to have a back and forth. Wow! And he wouldn't let it go, and he made one whatever. And I was like, I don't know what you, what are you talking? And he said, Yeah, you guys are making all those comments. You can talk through the movies. My wife and I, we couldn't even joke because you were talking through the old movies. And my friends like, what the fuck are you talking about? We were not. We made a couple of comments, and and then he made some kind of comment, Matt, and I just lost it. I shot out of the chair because I've been sitting this whole time. I shot out of the chair and I was so upset that I went into high decibel voice. <laughs> and I was like, if it's going to fucking go, I'm going to fucking go. And out of nowhere, my friend Shannon's like, oh, shit. And he grabs me and he's like, dude, no, dude, no. Like he's calming me down. And then his wife, who had been down the steps, a couple steps, moves up and p- puts her hand like near me. She goes, OK, no, you got to stop. And I looked at her. I said, you need to get your hand out of my face because your husband's the one that's starting this shit. He's like, it's not me, but I'm, I'm going to fucking finish it. And it was like. 
I, I don't know what happened or what he said, but I went into the red zone with this guy. And then eventually, you know, he, he didn't do anything. And I thought he would, like, escalate it and it would something would happen. But he kind of was like, you guys were just talking. You're just talking. And I said, well, why didn't you say anything? You have ample opportunity to turn around and say something. And he's like, his wife goes, he did say something. He turned around. And I said, I saw no evidence of that. But he didn't say anything. He just turned around. It could mean anything. And so (laughs) it was so weird. I don't know about it could mean anything. It's nice shoes. I got a compliment like that once. Guy turned around, saw him. It's like, no, 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 no. They turn around and they make eye contact. They're saying one thing and one thing only. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You're probably right. (laughs) There's only one thing. You're probably right. I didn't see him turn around, but you're probably right. If that's what I'm saying. If he did. I don't know if he did. His wife could be lying just to bolster his case of this bullshit. Yeah. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, there's, there's only. It was insane, dude. It was an insane. Like it ended up, they were like, okay. He was like, okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. And he's walking down. And I said to them, I said, listen, I don't like people talking through movies, too. If you had something, you should have said something. This is a public theater. Unfortunately, that's going to happen. You want to move, watch movies in peace? Watch them at home. And, and, they were, and they were walking down. So it was like it was done. And then we're leaving. And uh, my, by this point, my other friend, Eric, was like, he was hyped. He, was, he wanted to fight this guy. And, I, and, I, and we're trying to calm each other down with Shannon kind of shepherding us out of there. And then we're walking by the bathroom area. This is at the arc light. We're walking by the bathroom area of the arc light. And he is standing by like those art installments they have sometimes. And he yeah. is fucking fuming, staring at us as we're walking by. Of course. And it was just like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen here. Nothing. You know, and nothing. It's two dogs snarling at each other. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You're in Hollywood. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. So, yeah. The only, the only safer place is West Hollywood. <laughs> That's true. If I'm in West Hollywood, I don't have to worry about anybody around me. Even if it's three in the morning and yeah. there's somebody walking behind me 100 yards, yeah. not worried in the slightest yeah, in West you're Hollywood. Right. You're right. In the WeHo. It's one of the few Same. places where you're just like, eh, trust me, no aggro dipshit yeah. is around here at three in the morning. They're gone. They may have traveled in to hang out in Hollywood for the day or for the night right. and party, but they left, you know, an hour and a half ago. Yeah, as long as you don't go there on the sunset, sunset strip past La Cienega, I would say you're safe. Because once you go past down the sunset, there's a lot of douchey fuckers coming out of bars who's starting shit. That happens. Yeah, but. After a certain time, they're gone. Yeah, good point. Good point. Because I've had a lot of fun on Sunset Strip at like two thirty three in the morning. Well, I'm sure you do. That's a great time to be there. Well, there's just nobody. Well, there's nobody around. Yeah. And at the store, we can just you know hang there, park in the lot, and then just you know hang yeah. out until whenever. Basically, whenever we well, it used to be whenever we would kind of meander out. So yeah. it'd be later and later and later. Yeah. Uh but all kinds of fun could be had. I'm sure. Yeah. And even for, I wasn't a drinker and just like, this is fun. This is, you know, two, three in the morning. Nobody's around. Uh, I've seen foot races on sunset. Oh, where it was between a guy who, uh, who's, who's got just a bum, bum, two legs. Yeah. Put it that way. They're bad. So when he walks, he teeters back and forth because there is no level ground. Right. And if we, you know, he's another comic and this other dude uh, was, you know, they were talking about they got into a, who could win in a foot race. And he's like, Davey, I will give you a head start of X. Yeah. And he's like, and I will fucking smoke you. And they were just talking back and forth. So eventually 
We just walked out on the sunset and be like, let's do it. Let's go. Shit. You get a head start. There's nobody around. There's no cars. Right. Like every once in a again, but just fuck it. And you're all right, you're running from here to here. And then the guy that was able bodied won. <laughs> Even with the huge start. He's still in the last like ten yards, just past him and took him. And you're like, there it is. There it is. But stupid shit like that. Oh my god. Three man water balloon cannons. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. All right, well, what do we want to say about the is there any closing is there anything else you want to talk about the film? Any closing statements? No, uh I mean overall I think it's it's fun. Yeah. It's worth the price of admission, sure. especially to see on the big screen because there's a bunch of action sequences that are great. You feel them. Um I just hope it leads to a fifth that closes out. Yeah. So that way we didn't waste Blofeld for this. Yeah. Cuz He's underutilized, if that's the case. Yeah, if he does not show up in the yeah, next one. Then it was pointless for this one to be made. Phenomenally pointless. Yeah, because now we can't do Blofeld for probably like 10 years. Yeah. Another, yeah, yeah. another bond. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one last thing. I did enjoy the ring sequence where he was able to get the DNA off the ring. That was cool. With, okay. Uh, with Q. Yeah. To find that everyone is all led up to uh, Blofeld, which I thought was cool. I thought it was pretty actually kind of cool. So I enjoyed that. Yeah, but where so the DNA is stored within the octopus? I think that everybody was wearing it. I think all, everybody who I think that ring was passed from person to person. I mean, you could say that, but at the same time, unless it's in quick succession, yeah. the DNA is rubbed off from person number one, two, three. It wouldn't last that long. It's just a cold piece of metal. It right. can't live on it. I defer to you, man. You're the physics and yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't know that for a fact. We could probably have somebody, you know. We we need to keep getting keep. Getting we didn't guests. have a forensic uh, <laughs> a forensic analyst email us for the Q and A that came out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if there is one and could let us know if that's possible, I just I would assume it'd have to be like within the course of like three weeks or something, like really quick. They're all handing this around so everybody gets to wear it for a couple of days. Yeah, we're really fucking this up, man. We need to have a forensic guy on call. Let's <laughs> the other one. What was the last one? The last expert you thought we should have on call? Some kind of expert. That was fucking great. <laughs> It's like a nuclear physicist. We fucking should have that guy on speed dial at all times. Maybe it was yeah. for the Martian yeah, for the recap. Martian. Yeah, yeah. We need a JPL guy. Yeah, they're around. Uh, uh, all right, cool. Would you uh, recommend it? Yeah, I would absolutely recommend it. If you love the old school Bonds and you don't go in thinking it's going to be Skyfall, I think you have a great time. Uh, you could have some problems with the, the plot points, sure, if you want. But if you just turn your brain off, have a good time. It's a fun film. And the charisma of Bond, the charisma of Daniel Craig, rather, and Leah Sadu are it's fantastic, and of course Christoph Waltz. So I and Batista as well. So I would say yes, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I just don't want to turn my brain off for a Bond film because Craig has kind of made it somewhat psychological. Yeah, especially with the heavy or the Skyfall. I understand. Yeah, I just like oh, you don't know where the attack is coming from or who's doing it. Yeah. Like this is fun because now it keeps me guessing. And and this one is just like, and I show up here, and I'm supposed to go there, and now I go there, and shit, I got to go this way. And you're like, all right, there's. Well, I think that's the reason Skyfall is number one for us, man. It was because it was so above what yeah. we had seen before with Bond. But I, like I said on the show, uh, Casino Royale, you know. Oh, yeah. That is, everybody prefers. You're right. I'll still take Skyfall. It's nothing against that Me movie. Too. Me too. It's kind, It's reminiscent of like Godfather 2 to 1. It's not that close in the pecking order me. Right. Like Skyfall, I still enjoy a little bit better. But it's like, a, yeah, I'll give it to you. I understand why. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you. Um, all right, well, that is the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for commenting. Uh, yeah, please leave us a comment on iTunes. Yeah. And um, follow us on Twitter. Yes, uh, at Top Ten Show, at Matt Nost. Good luck to you. <laughs> at The Roca Says, 
And uh, like our Facebook page, please, too. We're getting closer to 1,000. Yeah. So close. We're over uh, 200. We're at 201 comments oh, on nice. iTunes awesome. when we're recording this. Thank you, guys. So that's slowly getting us in. We are creeping up, guys. Once we get to the top 10, trust me, you will know. Yeah, we're at 145 or something. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, it fluctuates, though, because we've right. been as high in the top, you know, 29. Top 60. Yeah. yeah, for a while there, we were consistently like 55, 54 yeah. in that ballpark. Yeah, in the past couple of weeks, we've been at like 120, yeah. 93. So tell, keep telling your friends about us. Yeah. Don't well, get soft. But I also think it's like, oh, this show just came back on air. Here's five new recap oh. uh, podcasts about it, and maybe two of them are good. Yeah. But everybody downloads them and just like all of a sudden these shows you've never heard of are yeah. consistently ahead of you, and you're like, oh, this sh- okay, yeah. That's true. All right, well, thanks, everybody. That was our recap and review for Spectre, and we'll talk to you all next time.